Down hey. the tubes. Now, this is the really shitty one. Welcome to Down the Tubes. Uh, Today, we're watching a very bad podcast. That's shit. Gonzo style. I feel vindicated. That's all. Welcome to Gonzo style down the tubes dancers. We're going to dance down the tubes and we're going to bring you down with us. Well, it doesn't matter because now we can just fully so never release that. We could. Yeah, we could just never release it. We'll have to check it out. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe we could. We What we could do is put like the mouse voice effect on it so that it's like. The it's just mouse kind of voice? Yeah, like helium voice on GarageBand. We go the whole thing. Throw it in Garage. Throw the whole thing in GarageBand. Put helium voice. Has on the it. episode started? Yeah, we're starting. this episode. This is started. Has started. Now it yeah. has just now. Just no, now. No, I introed it. I said. Yeah. Okay. So we well, have to include us arguing about what number episode it is. No, no. no I, before no. I said yeah. Well, they won't, so you they won't know. No. How about they it, won't know what you're talking about? Putting helium voice on. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Fuck them. It's cold open. They call that. That's right. In media, let's race. put helium voice. We're gonna put. There's gonna be an episode that comes out, listener. And uh, well, no, you're. Yeah, you're gonna hear it. It's uh, the whole thing's gonna be helium voice. And it's gonna be really short because it's gonna be sped up too. So this episode is called. <laughs> this we should called, speed up the last one. Is what we should do. Just speed it up in post. Just in post. Speed it up. This one's called real. San Francisco stories. That's right. Real San Francisco stories. Set the scene. Uh, kind of your interviewer in a way. Uh, I had to go. I would have to go back to like 2008 or nine. Some lore. This is this is episode my, fifteen. We're definitely <clears throat> getting into some lore on this. My sister went to San Francisco State. Sort of had a um. So I I would go up there. I moved her in. You know, to San Francisco. Are you in high school at this point? Yeah. Well, yes, I'm a freshman in high school because she's four years older than me. So, mm. she but was you freshman moved in college. You moved her in alone. You kind of yeah. yeah. You took care of things. Yeah. Kind of bossed her on man, that man of the oh, house. We we went there to move her in, and my and my dad like just exploded. He exploded because there were too many people there, and he had to lug. He what a lugged, weird trait. Yeah. <laughs> he lugged uh he lugged all their f luggage around. And we brought it up this tower. We brought it up an elevator and out this elevator onto this floor, down this hallway and all over the fucking place. And we were in the wrong building. My dad like just exploded. It's like, just too much. Mate. He just could. He was like, like that. This can't be. Well, I can't do this again. I can't do this twice. And then we had to do it twice. And then he was really upset. Anyway, I really liked San Francisco. I always liked it. I wanted to move there. And then uh, before I got expelled from boarding school, took a trip there to meet my sister to visit my sister because she was like sophomore at that point in San Francisco she had her own apartment in the sunset mm, nice went to a party in the must, sunset must be nice <laughs> yeah yeah must be nice she she lived at a house in the <laughs> sunset where like these noise guys lived in the bottom you remember that house I never went there oh you never went there mm -hmm. it's so cool that yeah that was the beginning of a time like People were knowing noise people. People really liked Animal Collective yeah. there. People were knowing noise people in their lives. Yeah. And uh, big noise, big noise music. I sold, I sold a Bart Simpson ecstasy pill to some guy that was at the party. And he... Um, <laughs> Where'd you procure something like that? I got it at my boarding school. Cool. I'm a kid from Reno. Hey man. This is Bart Simpson ecstasy. It is. It wasn't like pressed. It you're was just cut a child. Out. It was a cutout. I was like <laughs> 15 or 16. 
Yeah. And That's this kid, crazy. This guy's like 20. That's crazy to me. I know. It's so fucking bizarre. That is usually, I will say that's usually the best place to get drugs. From children? Reno? From children. They, yeah. They highest quality. Straight to the, they know highest the Highest quality drugs. I, I had a thing at, at UCSC where I would just never, I never did cocaine ever because my whole reasoning was like, if you're a college student in a dorm at UCSC and you have cocaine, it must be bad. That's, like that's it solid. cannot that's be solid good because if equation, you have that's it, watertight. If you that's have completely it, watertight. it can't be good. Yeah. So I'm there's not going to do of, it. There's a lot of people where that rings true. You just do that calculation like it's not you. You can't have it, You're good, not the guy. You can't you're not have the guy good who has drugs. It. That's what I'm that's And what with I'm cocaine saying. specifically, that's what I'm I think that's, that's insane. every person I've that's, known. That's 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 ever. That's a death wish to buy an XTC pill from a child. Let me tell you this. That's exactly. Like, that's like I'm I'm worse than this guy could have done. That's like I'm willing to die. I'm willing to die tonight. This guy so he's like a cool like kind of hip 21-year-old guy in San Francisco this party. I'm 16, and I I wanted to sell it because I was too afraid to take it because I saw my friend so you're take just it. Fucking throwing this guy under a bus. You're like, well, I don't think it's a good idea, but this fucking idiot. Yeah, will take I saw it. this this kid took it at study time or whatever at my school, and he's like, the lights are all big, and I was like, no, nope. ecstasy is a study drug. Is pretty lame. That sounds bad. <laughs> well, I went to like a school for like idiots and bad bad boys. Right. So they did like more bad stuff there than they probably would have done elsewhere. And they were bad at studying fucking terrible at it yeah they were not good except like you know one kid one chinese kid there was like half were there a lot of asian kids there it's like 60 percent chinese yeah man where was this place uh tahoe like oh North Lake tahoe. Okay. anyway so i sold but i sold this guy the pill he bought it for me i watched him buy it and then he like drank it i threw it in his mouth and drank beer and he swallowed it that's a crazy way to say that and uh <laughs> Immediately after he took it, he came up to me and he, he's like, are you fucking sure that that was good? Are you fucking sure this is a good uh, pill? The, I'll say this. That's the scariest thing I can ever imagine happening to me is selling yeah. drugs to someone and then them being like, well, he's a fucking asshole dork, but like yeah. he came he up had to me. To be, he had to be a complete loser. And he came up to me and asked me that and I was like, dude, I, yeah, I don't know. It's supposed to be good. I don't know. Do you Look remember how much he sold it to him for? 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Bro, yeah, that's probably reasonable. I, I like that's know. how much I got it for. Seems reasonable. Break, broke even on it. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I just love the ethical dilemma. That's of your crazy. Like, that's crazy because I I've done the same thing in a visit to San Francisco. Got real San Francisco drugs. Went, Got drugs. I was like, I think I can sell this five m two temp two mi whatever research chemical it was. <laughs> I had never even taken it. I was just like, I think I can score this easily then sell it. So I sold it and I I lost money. I somehow lost money. <laughs> and I'll tell you. You're just uh, the worst okay. drug dealer. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I like that it was an accident. I gave up. You're I like, gave up. I did it wrong. I well, did this I did, wrong. I, I, did you even try any? No. No. I was literally just like, I need money to finance this trip. This oh. this trip I'm taking to San Francisco. Was that was during a, my time? Or? Yeah, it was at your house. Oh, we took, like two, I took some. I bought some from you. There you go. I think I just was like, I'll sell it to my friends. I'll sell it to my dumb idiot friend. Jack. I took some. It was two CI or two CI. I think the one that's supposed to be like. Did it do anything? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's mellow. I think. I Are think research chemicals the true the tr the true the true issue that I had is that I got ripped off from the get go. The price right. was too high. So you can't save a bad deal. Okay, okay. I was told it was going to be a good deal, and it was this girl that I was kind of 
seeing, seeing at the time who's like i can i know someone who just can a sell very cool you. situation in general i know someone who's describing yes well it gets cooler well um i bought 2ci so, for my girlfriend and uh no i didn't buy it from her oh oh no no i we went to a trailer park and this guy that was, it just keeps getting this better. guy was the more we dig into this the, guy was like 50 years old or 40 years old or something and uh he was like He's like, oh yeah, God. here's the two, here's the DCI, man. And it was like a lot less than I was going to be. And I was like, okay, I, I don't know what, I don't know how strong this stuff is. It's like a research chemical. And then uh, he's like, do you need like, you need anything else? You need crystal? And I was like, oh, like this is weird. This is really <laughs> weird. Yeah. I That makes me sad to think of a 50 year old man selling two CI. Well, that was the next yeah. thing down. I like that's the next drug on the line. Is I probably should have said, yes, I maybe could have. Made my money back. There, yeah, on the crystal. absolutely. I probably should have said yes. I could have um, sampled crystal meth, and that would have been good. I could have twisted the pookie on the way home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, darker, I, darker I remember story, taking that. Darker stories involving all those those people. Uh, those people I mentioned, well, you know. Well, but maybe I, we'll get realer SF stories. I think that that's on. real. That's maybe that's too real for the podcast. But uh, on anyways. a security level, we can all. So, this is true. I could always bleep anything, by the way, retroactively. Okay. I've done it before for stuff we've said. So. Okay. Well, do you guys want to we'll know what, this part? Do you want to know what the, the what the, uh, of you saying the that name, you would bleep it? I would. Never mind. No. no why would you want no, to know the name? The name of the, the name of the, uh, God, I lost. Sam, where thought. are you? I'm lost in thought. It's okay, just crazy Jack. looking at you be spaced out with those glasses on because you look like, fully wind-brained you look fully empty-headed when I, you're, you know what i just realized holding that, the mic. um he who shall not be named took took some of that research chemical too mm -hmm. yeah. probably the start of the demise oh did you do oh, it sam on. did you demise him that's fucked did you, you demise the victim the dose was so low it's that i fault. think no one broke through really no one well you through. have to think that or else you're a villain so you kind of have no choice i think that because everyone was like this is kind of bunk man I think These you have to just say that's how that. I lost money because I was like, "All right, don't don't pay me or something to a friend." You know, I mean, you're gonna have to come up with a fake it. name because he who shall not be named is gonna come up again. Jerry, yeah, you guys, you got they had a friend, Jerry, who lost it. Okay, let's not let's <laughs> let's go let's steer away from Jerry yeah. completely. Yeah, Jack, what was? I'm sorry, I derailed your story. So you you sell this bunk, this clearly bunk Bart Simpson to this twenty six year old. Well, flat, what's he what's, I, I what's he wearing? His hair's ironed. His hair was like spiked, spiked. but like moose. But like you know, it was like he looked pretty good. He's a pretty good looking guy, honestly. How big are the spikes? Like two inches, but he's like it's like up. It's not okay. spiked. It's I was like, imagining kind of like a strokes guy. Yeah, he is like that. Did he just okay. accept it when you told him? You're like, it's good. Yeah. He's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he just walked away. <laughs> it is funny because it's like, what's his recourse? It's like, you just right. bought ecstasy from a 16-year-old, you fucking idiot. I don't know. What are you going to do? You took it. I would be worried he was going to kill me or beat my ass. He was slight and small, and I could have taken him straight At 16. Up. That's he, was just, he was small. You he were was dope. very small. We're, we're small. I was an asshole. You were. Well, the part that's an asshole to me is the idea that you're like, this is dangerous. I better offload it. To somebody else. <laughs> oh, that that wasn't even. That's what I'm saying. You're so far mind. back then. You're so far that you're like it wouldn't even occur. Is to that you. true? That's you, ethically you, questionable. You knew it was definitely. He's saying you. No, he was scared stuff. of it. I was so, scared. But what I'm saying is, it didn't so seem like if a good you were scared, scared of it more from like a child's perspective, though, 
not from like a fear like fear of taking oh i see ecstasy. not necessarily fear that it might be poison no i had taken ecstasy that it, at that point though Oh, you you had, but was your fear sourced right. on the idea that it so might I be a poisonous wrong. pill? I was wrong. Jack did. He just, maybe think it was a. He just. Uh, this kid said it was like kind of hallucinogenic, and I was like, I don't want that. I wasn't really into hallucin. Did you um, did you tell the guy who bought it? You're like, just so you know, this ecstasy is different than normal. It's yeah, kind I of told him. I said, said oh, it makes okay. lights big. My friend reported that it makes lights big in the library. That's what he said. Studied. He said that he looked at different lights, and they were slightly bigger. He was dying. <laughs> He was the light's away. so big up 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 top, but uh, that that inspired me to want to move to San Francisco. Once I had uh, met Jerry, and later on down the line, I had my own place in San Francisco, and uh, really just uh, let loose. You know, really got uninhibited and found found a uh, dark pattern, a dark uh, passenger riding. That was also very fun. There's some lost with. years for you. Wouldn't you say the SF years are they're grouping maybe some not lost, but I wouldn't it's a, say so. it's a period. It's like let you mean for I'm it's not, a chapter. Maybe um, I'm not trying to speak for you, but I feel like you had some really lost years. So and then San Francisco is sort of like um like fun fun and less less uh like less fucked. Like less yeah, honestly less yeah it's still terrible terribly yeah. fucked yeah but less so than i had been uh previous because i was in on the yeah. joke or something of how the joke of was. life yeah I, I i i it's like i uh came into awareness at like 18 most people do it like 13 or 14 well i don't know i think that some lots people, of people do, never laid on that yeah anyway i i, I remember this uh we went to this art party. Jerry took us to this art party because he started like dating this. Wait, artist. how did you meet Jerry? Or you can just say, was it in your hometown? In my hometown. Yeah. I see. I see. Okay, this. But wait, this is jumping. This is jumping. Like, this is like after you even lived in San Francisco. That's that we true. We went to this party. That's true. Yeah, I, I mean, moved. I moved away at that point. Yeah, and I, we were both visiting together. We were visiting our buddy, and his girlfriend. At the time. At the time. Wait, what? Did, we're talking about an event that happened even after you lived in San Francisco? Yeah, but our friends stayed behind. Okay. So this our is sort of a pulp fiction. We're pulp fictioning. This is like... We're pulp fictioning. Well, this is... That we're was kind of the... jumping ahead. Let's say... Let's say... Uh, it's like 2013. Uh, 2012, 2013. Well, here's what I'm saying. We heard how you got there. Then this is... Is this the last real SF story? This visit? Pretty much. This is probably the last one of them. This is one the of the last ones. Up. Probably the most, the last time it was ever fun. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. the last real SF story. The last time it was ever fun. Fun is a so you went stretch. to this party, yeah. your buddy and his girlfriend. We got this. We got this. This Molly that was, that was like, she had a connection. I mean, it was a good. It was like really good. It's like very high quality. Like like uh, not cut with speed at all. Like it wasn't. It wasn't an upper kind of thing at all. And it was, uh, we were all just like having a really good night. And uh, where was I going? We were, uh, it was this we go art, to this party. We went to this art party. It was party. in Presidio. It was in the Presidio and they yeah. had like this uh, drawings up in a shed gallery, shed gallery thing. Yeah. And we checked those out and that was, so were, right. it was all right. And then there was, uh, everybody there was a very ominous vibe that I caught but up. But there was I'm like a nice vibe catching gentleman. Well, I think, I feel like 
before we went, it was so like we all felt really good because we were on a drug that makes you feel really good. And then as soon as we got there, it was like kind of there's like a dark shadow. We all like at least Jack and I at the art party. At the art party, we kept saying to each other like sort of weird. Like it's before it feels we knew anybody weird. there. It was yeah. felt sort of weird. Uh, and come to find out, we we hear sort of a strange story. Yeah, there was there. There was this guy there who whose house it was, and uh, he'd like given us more molly or something when we were there. And he had a dog that was barking into the corners of the of the room. Yeah. And we found out that his the dog, dog was, yeah. had eaten a whole plate of weed brownies at one point in time, and that it like never right. changed. It changed him, and he was never oh, the same. Oh, not at the party. Just no. Just the dog no. had never been the same That's after like doing Lord, that. His dog, brain, his brain was, was wrecked. It was really sad. Just ripped, That's really ripped him apart. Up. He was just in this corner, the, pretty much the entire party, and just looking at the corner, like the ceiling, the ceiling corner. Barking at the corner, yeah. looking at it. And then we're like, oh, what's up with this guy, you know? And so the we kind of- whose dog's broken? Yeah, we kind of inquired about him, and then uh, Jerry's girlfriend was like, oh, I'll tell you later, you know? And we're like, oh, he seems like a, like a dark man. <laughs> he seems like a dark man this way cometh. And so apparently the story goes like that this guy was in that house- really fucked up one night like super fucked up yeah and he was like i think he's a just molly drinking dealer. or something though right he's doing ecstasy too i thought he was just I, I thought that was the whole that was the weirdest part of the story is that he was like not he was just maybe drinking a bit of wine or something with his prepping his dinner but it the the details honestly are even then were yeah. fuzzy yeah i'll go back again and say that during that party he had a bandage on his hand the whole time yeah on his fingers. bandage on his fingers. Yeah. Cut forward. We're like, what the fuck's that all about? <laughs> Jerry's girlfriend told us uh, that he had come home just fucking shithoused to his own home and wanted to make food. He was really hungry. And he had made spaghetti or something. He's like a South American guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, thick accent. And he had that like this photography in his room that was like that vinyl wrapped photography it's kind of free you mean you know when they like wrap a canvas with a photo yeah or like they print it on canvas and they wrap it as if it's like a fake canvas print it's like moss i know you're it reminds me of like photo of moss it reminds me of like pure one imports art that you buy or like ikea yeah he had that in his room just paint a picture that's pretty scary in itself always when i see that and uh he was he was he was an uninteresting artist it seemed like yeah really boring kind of these are all these are people were all like grad students, I think. They were, yeah. 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 Some of them were And they were some were cool. Some were it was, interesting yeah. art. It's interesting. Okay. He came home just fucking housed on uh just tatered on wine, I guess. <laughs> so and this wanted, guy had to be like 30, 30 years yeah, old. 30. Yeah. What'd he do, you guys? <laughs> Let's get to that. <laughs> what so did he do? He's cooking dinner. He's cooking dinner and uh he wanted to put something in his spaghetti, so he like chopped up uh, carrots or something like that. And I guess he like chopped like the oh, accidentally wow. chopped the ends of his fingers off. Yeah, he chopped like a like one like the digit. pads. Yeah, like no, the, no. Yeah, like, than, but I mean more like than, at the at the I'm first nuck. Like, yeah, he chopped more. Yeah. Than, the tip of his finger was gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he and he just um I guess he just put it in the spaghetti it. and cooked it. He cooked it and ate and his ate fingertips. It. He wasn't um, alarmed when he cut his finger off. He 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 did. We didn't talk to him about it. I guess did we? Absolutely. We must not. have just gotten secondhand. Like, I what wouldn't. did he say about it? And he was like, 
yeah, I just wanted to experience or like I wanted to just oh. eat my. Was this an art guy? Yeah. Yeah, but like I'm saying, like he wasn't like, he's not like a performance art guy or anything. He's just like a shitty photography he's guy. He's your run of the mill sort of artsy psycho. Yeah, he was psycho. He was a fucking bit, art psycho. It was crazy. He's an art psycho guy. He like cooked his fingers and ate them. Many, many such cases in, in San these, these people were so strange too. It was so like alien the whole situation because they're all they're all grad students that can afford to live in the presidio which is psycho right. doesn't yeah, make and they're any paying sense for to grad me. school i don't think they're on like no it's well it's a private school that's like it, it seems like uh it might be for like people that have money rather than people who have you know something to in really which case, to really give a school like you know i mean yeah, I they're think, the most psycho because they have something to prove, which is that I'm not like just some not preppy just, rich kid. I'm actually yeah. really good at art, and I'll yeah. eat my fingers and shit yeah. like that. I'll go the extra mile. Yeah, my experience with with having grown up near SF and visiting a lot is that like that type of person. SF is a place filled with people who like can't turn it off in that regard. Like they're so SF art kid style, and that just every minute of the day they're being that, and it's sort of like. A performance, but they don't stop. Yeah, I get, I get that. What I'm saying is that guy, right? I almost feel like in what you're describing, what he did, there's a viewer, there's an internal viewer at play where he's like doing, he's alone doing it, and he's like, wouldn't that be crazy if I did that, dude? I almost yeah. think he I mean, was like uniquely. I think <laughs> even talking yeah. about him now, I feel he's like fucking. His presence. presence. His kind of like, well, that's ghost. also what was so weird is like, I feel like, uh, I feel like it was really difficult to feel bad on the drug, the, the, the good yet, drugs we were on that yet make it, you feel good. And the guy was like, it creeping us out and, and spooky. He seemed spooky. Later that night, I forgot, but later that night we went home and Sam and I were, Jerry left with, went off with his girlfriend. We were alone and we were just staring at each other in the hallway. We had like, I don't know if you saw, but I feel like I, we saw the same thing, but it's fully hallucinating. And you I, had just yeah. like a scary clown. Like I hallucinated like a dead, like a dead person's face on you. On me. Like a rotting face. And we were, but it was like, it's, it's it was dark. Fine. It was like pitch black in the room we were in. So it's kind of like, it's very Your weird. eyes are, your brain's like filling it in. It's yeah. good. Can I tell you about a type great. of guy that this reminds me? This is what I'm saying. I just think that San Francisco... Maybe many big cities do, but San Francisco is has become uniquely populated with people who are, I mean, I guess it's a problem everywhere, but I, they want to be cool. They really would like to be cool, sincerely, and it almost feels like they're making those choices more deliberately. That, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that's everywhere, dude. Yeah. That's everywhere in a big I do, city, I guess. I do want to say, though, I think San Francisco, I will say, I think there might be like a... Uh, there's sort of a thing where it's like the people who want to be really cool are making really good money and they're like maybe our age yes and I, uh you have to be making really good money to be to be living in the city and be yes living, you want to be alternative living though. a cool life. that's what i'm saying the thing that would be different about it as opposed to another big city i would say san francisco and every place has these but like in la maybe right if you want to be a cool guy in la maybe you take a more normal route of like i have a nice car I'm in crypto, blah, blah, blah. I feel like maybe in San Francisco, they want to be weird. No. No, they're so normal. It's so normal. 
It changed. Yeah. I, Anyone who's trying to be cool is just like they want a car. Kind of bought out. They've kind of bought out the, their look. Yeah. If they're like alternative, they've just bought out the look and they're they you know. Well, mean, there is a money aspect. I mean, yeah. definitely that's an interesting part of it. It's a bunch. Of, I would say San Francisco is more just like nowadays. It seems like people that just like like people our age that just like own a Sprinter van. That's what San Francisco is. I see. I see, see it that, so much. That's what I'm saying. Don't you think that there's a but they want that vibe of like as if they're an outlaw as if they're on the outside in some way van life is yeah, almost like, like to, that for some people yeah. but they're not and they're rich it's yeah. not even a sincere rich cool guy well they talk about boondocking all the time they call it boondocking what's that you know it's like when they when you just like camp somewhere in your van that you, you know you can camp there for free or whatever it is and yes. it's like but they call it boondocking right like they've got, i haven't heard that but i believe you but do, yeah. do you, I'm trying to articulate this. I swear it's a real thing. They call that themselves the, like this dust type busters. of person is like different busters. in San Francisco than in LA. I I do believe. I believe there is a compulsion in San Francisco to be a rich person who is playing as intellectual and making scobies and wearing like big fur hats. I think you have. No, no. I know I so you few a, young people personally that I'm live there nowadays. Young. I, I I don't know. I guess I just think that when I think of the cool let's say UCSC for example okay a hype beast from LA that i knew would wear streetwear and do traditionally rich cool kid things like logan paul types and i would say the logan paul type is not so prevalent in san francisco when it comes to like cool rich people it is yeah i think it, it is. i feel like it's, it is it's not it's crypto it's all there yeah. dude well, it is all there now. but i think that in san francisco it's almost like a like a they they it's a hippie-ish or it's a it's a uh runoff of a hippie-ish thing of like to be weird and alternative. Like it's it's it, they have to bring that to it. I think if I could think of one place I, I I see what you're describing, and if I could think of one place that seems the worst offender of that, it's definitely central coastal California. Of being like like making very really good money and branding it as like being like a hippie outdoorsy person. There's like a lot of that. It's like slow. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Slow vibes. But San Francisco, I mean, I guess no one can fucking live there like, unless you have. They're a, not like even hippie. Made it's money. just like they're just like uh, they're just wealthy. They're just wealthy. It's it's old hippies, but they like moved out. I mean, it's just like there's like a huge yeah. takeover that was happening while Sam and I were living there. I think there's a sincere richness in LA. It's the last I'll say about it, because this is awful, that it's, that it's just yeah. flopped and you deny it as true I, in any okay, way. If you're but talking about, I'm talking yeah. about that the cool rich people that exist in every city were rich people who want to be cool. I feel like in LA, there's slightly more of a traditional vibe to it that is like, I'm going to drive a nice car and I'm going, I, I am succeeding and being rich and cool in a traditional blonde hair, blue eyed way. And in San Francisco, I think, in my experience, that there is because of the, like, the uh, the sort of beatnik root of that place and that association with it. It's the same people. It has tinges of that. Rich There's people, tinges of that. But they, the way that they put their spin on it is that they are more. They're the same people. The tech people there are the same, but they're into like more alternative stuff or view themselves they as make alternative, their own beer and but they're not alternative. That's my point. Yeah. That's my whole point is that in, in, in some place like LA, I would say that the cool rich people are sincere and traditional in that. And in San Francisco, it's downplayed in a specific way, which is posing as a sort of 
uh, alternative person, even though you are just a rich yeah. person. I think, yeah, when I, if, if you're talking about like long-term residents, like people yeah. that are like, uh, and I would say it's know. people who go there that are, do what I'm talking about. They go there to be that. They have an idea of what it is sure. to be like a weirdo in San Francisco and they go do that. Yeah. I mean, I guess I see what you're saying with LA having more of like a genuine image of being wealthy. It's just like, it's like more you genuinely just, shallow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you just, uh, it's luxury goods and yeah. instead of like, uh, this like kind of, it's kind of like off brand luxury, like hippie, hippie luxury Organic. life that you basically are living. If you're living in San Francisco that way. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. like the premium, like I, I would, obviously there's people in San Francisco who do live above outlets and stuff. But I would say like an example, what I'm talking about is like, it would be, you know, we've seen those apartments that are above like the Americana, right? Yeah. I would love to be in one of those. And I think that it's like in San Francisco, that wouldn't be the premium. That's not as cool, you know? Yeah. It's to just be above luxury outlets in a luxury yeah. apartment. It's like, that's kind of like, no, I'm not like those, the old guard rich people. I'm like cool and alternative. And I like. I think it's interesting though. I mean, LA, there's a lot of. There's a lot of I do ayahuasca. Wealthy, I microdose. I think it like, started in San Francisco. It's like children of of producers and stuff that are living yes. there, like kind of like a like a fake poor life. And it's because in, of the industry. In some in some area of L.A., some hip area, they're living kind of a their fake poor life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. You know what? I think okay, the children of actor, not I think actors. It's like the archetype <laughs> of the microdosing the producers, tech guy. The directors. The yeah. microdosing tech guy. That's born in san francisco yeah. in my mind that type but those guys guy. aren't like alternative they're just like no they're, they're like, perverting alternative things to their ends yes that's because all, that's san francisco true. was, was that's like a, that's what i'm saying man yeah. a, a super individualized yeah. like I've alternative you place yeah this is what i'm saying i'm now, saying that and now like, the, leftover, like, the leftovers of san francisco color the the same wealthy person in a different way that, than they would color you if you were down here and yes. the way that they color you if you're wealthy up there is that yeah? You microdose, and you're aware of like where your carrots come from more. But and they're you, all like, oh, go ahead. You drink kombucha and you wear a North Face jacket, and they're, maybe they're you're all, like, a, uh, you take you take like a more metros because you can, but it's no different. You know, it's it's they, like no, they're the same people. Money corrupts all anything that no longer exists. Everyone, everyone in all the cities just wants to be a rock climber. Now, now yeah, it's, spread. it's spread. It's yeah. spread from the Bay Area. It, yeah, because there's a, that's like the whole joke about the tech people and like the REI and North Face gear and stuff like that. That's like the Bay Area. That's Silicon yeah. Valley. Yeah. Because, yeah, anyway. Anyway, wow. Such a tangent. Maybe I'll even just edit out huge swaths of that. But sure, check this out. It just reminded me of a guy who I think was of that, like, so psycho guy. And this is where I'll cut to is this moment. So that reminds me of a psycho guy. So when Gianni lived in San Francisco, I, when I was in high school, I always thought I would go to school in San Francisco. I like, cause we visited it all the time cause I'm from Napa. And so if you're from Napa, San Francisco is the city, you know? Yeah. It's like anytime you're doing something cool, you're going there a lot of the times. Um, and so my friend, I, I ended up not going there, which was at first kind of a heartbreaker to me. Um, because I was like, I thought I really wanted to live in a city really bad and I loved San Francisco. But even then, even in high school, I could see that like what that would be like and what San Francisco was, was actively changing. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the wealth stratification in San Francisco got, got and is so bad that, I mean, 
it's crazy. I know this is like a dumb guy indicator, but like lattes in San Francisco are like $7 or like a coffee from Blue Bottle will be like $7. Well, the minimum wage is higher in San Francisco. It is. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's probably it's not higher. high enough. No. It's like 15, I would assume, right? No. Now, but no. It's higher? It's or is it 18 something? I, no one will pay you that low. I mean, that I, I've never. Right. I will All say, I'm saying is that yeah. it's really bad. It's I mean, San Francisco paid has become a place there. of like, I just remember, I remember as a young person, so my cat is messing with the background. I remember as a young person being aware of the fact that like through my whole life visiting San Francisco on the tail end when I was in high school, right? I was noticing more of the phenomenon where it was like guys in really nice suits walking outside of tall high rises among homeless people, essentially living in hell, just living hellish existences and the guy just being like this is all normal and cool you know and it freaked me out so i don't and i think it's it such been, a small city it's a really small city rel- yeah everyone's on top of each other but it, it's just we, or you know there's tons of photos online of like people eating brunch like with yeah. a guy sleeping yeah. on the ground right next to him or something but uh i did visit gianni at his apartment in san francisco pretty frequently which was fun and one time i visited him um, and Gianni had a bunch of freaks over, a bunch of freaks in San Francisco. And so one, it was a bunch of young people. Then there was this one guy who walked in who looked like, this is crazy what my cat's doing. I don't even know what she's attempting she's to do back there. Ham she, back what is she doing? Can I cl- climb the sheet? Oh, there it goes. The wheels are coming off. <laughs> no, this is good. The real SF stories. Wait. We're fine. Um... It's actually going by slower, which I think is good. I'm just going to have to edit this one. That's right. Anyway, so uh, there was this one party and like it was a bunch of similar things. All these people, he went to SF State, a bunch of SF State young people, right? Who are like feeling themselves and being very cool because they go to SF State and everything. But then there's this one guy who's like much older and he's like, I found out he was like 40 and he looked like, you know the thing where like Joaquin Phoenix did the bit where he was became an asshole? He looked, he looked kind of like that. So like long beard and he was wearing like a that was, huge. That was a bit. You don't know about this? Are you joking? Joaquin, was it a joke? Because I saw the movie. It didn't seem like a joke. It was a character for the movie. No. Yes. Yeah. It was an experiment in acting. No. He was a dick on talk shows and stuff. Anyway. That's not true. That was him. <laughs> Doing that. Sincerely. Yes. No, it wasn't, man. Yeah, it was. I'm uh, better actor than him because I just fucking fooled both of you guys. Awesome. And so Shut he up, looked da, da, like da. that. He was really short, though. He was I, like a couple inches shorter than me. And he was wearing like a big fur coat. Where's my fucking Academy He was wearing Award. a big fur coat. And then like a big Ushanka, like a huge fur hat, mm-hmm. round fur he hat. Sounds, he already sounds awful. Like no, already check sounds this out. Awful. He looked kind of like an alt Hasid. He was not Hasidic, but he looked like what, if you kind of imagine like a punk rock Hasid, it might look like this. So big fur coat. You mean like some hat. sort of like future loop closing Hasid? Yes, dude. It was almost. And then he had like big glasses. Like big grandma, glasses. Grandma glasses. eyes were like this. Bug glasses. He walked in, he was like this. He looked like a guy who was, who was like, Marilyn Manson was kind of cool. Or no, sorry, not Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Yeah, he looked yeah. like a guy who was probably like, if you talked to him, be like, Charles Manson's just misunderstood. He saw one, he saw one clip of Charles Manson like wilding in the in yeah. the courtroom, and he's like, 
That's fucking sick. Well, or he's that's just cool. like that's bang, my, bang, bang. That's my vibe. A lot bro. of people don't, but I get him, and I see past. The, I'm gonna like, be like Charles Manson, that but I drink beer. He also had to be there explicitly to. Um, I guess cool I would put it as like type. fuck a teenager. You know, yeah. that seemed like oh, pretty explicit. So he was much. He was like forty. This guy. Oh fuck. And I didn't. And I found that out during the party, and I was like, Did he get lucky? Yes. Well, no. Check this out. So. Uh, the party so ended. So we way to put it when he's that old, but yeah. What? That he would get lucky. Yeah. By, he, by he would getting get punched. sick. He would get criminal. By, is he what would he would get. Get lucky he by getting get, punched in the he face. Would get gross. He would get criminally gross. Big I, criminal. I just, fucking, I'd knock him out. <laughs> I, I avoided him largely because he just seemed so standoffish and weird and yeah, like aware of how like he was trying to affect the persona. Yeah. And then like the party ended. Party's done. Basically everyone is gone. And I have visited Gianni's before and I'm going to sleep on the couch that's in his front room. And the front room has like two doors that go to the kitchen. So it's like the door entrance, you walk in, kitchen's on your left, you keep walking, now you're in the front room. And even within the, so there's two doors so you can hear everything going on. And the party's over, like everyone is gone. So it's just Gianni, this guy, and like another Gianni's housemates kind of humoring him. And I have, I'm, he's just keeping me up for hours. And what he's doing is he's like, Guys, like, my friend has a boat. We could go to it. And they're not responding. They're not, res- they're like, ha. He's like, you guys, this is three in the morning. Oh. Guys, we gotta go to my friend's boat. And then at 6 a.m., we could see the sunrise. We gotta go to my friend's boat. It's just a couple miles away. Did they go? No, but, but then, so it evolves. He's over and over again, he's saying this. Like, they're, then they talk a little bit, and then he's like, we gotta go to my friend's boat and then they're just clearly dropping a hint that like well actually the party's done and you have to leave now but then he said then he's like look look i'm gonna call him and so i'm i'm trying to go to bed at this point it's now like four in the morning and i'm woken up by the sound of a facetime ring like loud on speaker cool so this is the friend he's who owns the boat that he's been saying like we should go to right the boat guy yeah but check this out so his friend answers and is like hello what what proceeds is that clearly the guy that his is his friend who owns the boat does not like this guy. So he call he's FaceTiming this guy like four in, in the morning. He's like, we gotta go to my friend's, but he's like, not his man. Friend. They're not. Ha, friends. Ha, 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 ha. We're partying and like, I was thinking we could go to your boat. And the guy is just like, um, I don't, I when he's like, right now, man, we could be there in an hour. Which evidently means that it's not even in, maybe it's in a different place. You know what I mean? Like it could be in Sausalito or something. Like it's not close. It's go over the bridge. He's like, like, we could be there in like an hour. He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Ha 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 ha. I'm going to go. And then he, that call ends. But I just love that that guy was like speculating on going to the boat without even, he's not friends with this guy. I, I got a question. Yeah. What? Where where did this guy? Where, where was he picked up? Where was he picked up? He and came to from? the party. I don't from know where he's from. No idea who met, he's from. You don't know who? No who idea was. who met him or how he got. I, I think that he probably had some in and is a creep. He's one of yeah. his forty. I, yeah. I, you can't be doing that. No, you can't be a forty year old going to a party of mostly like eighteen to twenty two year olds. That's not right to do. But anyway, it just reminded. Me, it seems to me like a similar type of guy because whatever was going to happen on that boat also probably was going to be like psycho. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there's. A, it's just like, it's kind of like that archetype with like uh, house shows. 
So I was wondering if maybe he just wandered into the it's a house show an type unlocked guy. an unlocked no, door. He showed up with people that yeah, he's okay. probably abusing in some way. Huh. Okay. Hmm. He yeah, showed up with a, people that he was sort of like power playing. It's like a punk bit. show or something, like a yeah. house show. And there's just like that weird forty year old guy. That, and not to say there are cool No, there's cool there forty are, year olds, but they're not going yeah, to the shows are. with a bunch of twenty year olds, probably. There's some like people that just like the music. They're not creepy. Well, I but think I'm that, there's, that there's a weird yeah. one where no one is no one knows who this person is. Not they're really. a complete stranger in the scene and they're just like kind of freaky. They start saying weird shit to everyone and then it's like, Where you just wandered in here? <laughs> well, I also you just think wandered that in here and you just kinda now there's this whole like grooming discourse, you know, and yeah. people are like hypersensitive to age gaps even in social situations. I would say back then mm -hmm. it was uh, I was in the minority at that party when I brought up that it was weird that he was there. Yeah. That was at a time where I think people thought it was kind of cool. They're like, oh, he's 40. Sure. He's like Molly and he's bringing it to us. Like, this guy's yeah. sick, actually. I want to say too, with like the house show I might be talking about is like, it would be like a <laughs> yeah, wide range, a wide range of yeah. ages. Yeah, well, and that's what I was going to say yeah. is that it wouldn't be weird if it was a party with, I think like, you know, young 20 year olds and 30 year olds and 40, if it was a mixed party. But there can still be that weird wander in kind sure, of person. sure sure but i just mean the fact they that usually he was have the a fur only coat on. one they usually have a fur a coat on fur coat. i'm just in saying big, i've big seen a, a freaky guy no one knows in a big fur coat and i just want like, to tell why this, guy's out, this guy's out of control i've wandered into parties that's really? fine i've never been able to do that i think it's cool to do that i think you should be allowed to knock on a door and go to a random party I it's like a college coat. party or something yeah you wander into like just a no i'm talking about like birthdays like many many shitty like i see a bounce house over the top of the house in the backyard i knock i say you guys look like you're having fun. Can I okay. come yeah, in and? Yeah. Well, who's how old is he? Me. How old? Oh, is, how, old how old's is, your tyke? How old's he turning? How old's the little tyke? Looks three? like three. What is it? Oh. I remember. I, I just remember that. Good age. Good Shit. age. Three layer cake, huh? Was it chocolate? What are you vanilla gonna, chocolate? You gonna spank him three times? <laughs> we did that in my family. Every age you turn, you get hits. That number. We were crazy back then. I brought a gun. I brought a firearm. I, I, brought a I just firearm. want to let you know that I have a firearm and I am required to let you guys know that I actually am on the sex offender list. <laughs> At every neighborhood I move to, I have to go around That's and let actually why I'm knocking on the door. Yeah. No, I, I don't want to come in. Yeah, uh, I actually that's... just want to let you guys know um, I just moved and oh, well, I have party, to let huh? everyone know in the neighborhood. And I'm not allowed to actually own a firearm. So, so just... could you keep it on the DL? <laughs> Thanks. 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 Here you go. Hey, send me a friend request Thanks. on Megan's Law. This fur coat? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Just kidding. I, I you got can't this fur coat that. at Goodwill. I got this fur coat. I was okay, popping goodbye. tags. This is Mink. All right. I'll see you when guys. We lived in San Francisco. The big song, there's Macklemore was a big song. Oh, he come, He walks back. Oh, also, I just want to let you guys know, if you look it up on Megan's Law, the thing, I didn't do it. A lot of guys <laughs> on there, you know, it's like they, they make it innocent people guilty they mark ah, them there down are some all awful the time. guys on there some awful guys on there mine i didn't do i'm actually an innocent guy Thank they God. got but i don't even mind i'll live with it you know that's my cross to bear but i didn't do it though damn that's that's fucking heavy dude you got the dad down. believes it yeah He's like got you on some shit they got you on some shit you didn't do it's incredible <sighs> you want you come over later we'll hash it out have a couple of cohibas Oh, I can't come. I'm actually, I'm heading down to um, a protest later. What for, oh, what for? <laughs> What's that for? Um, it's a BLM thing, but I'm just kind of going because I like action. 
You like just be part of I like of that to whole... just kind of be around some shit going on. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Huh, I yeah, just got out. Like there's, a lot, there's a lot of kids that go to those, though. It seems like. Kind of. Yeah, there's, well, so there's you, some young kids who are quite dangerous looking. Are you, um, so you're new in Kenosha, right? <laughs> sort of like an armed TJ. You're new in Kenosha, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just moved. Well, welcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this armed TJ heading down. <laughs> he's driving from, from recess? A, he's driving from a couple states away. So I thought. How do you know he's, he's coming? He told me. We planned something out that's going to change a lot of stuff. Armed TJ. <laughs> that is literally what Kyle That's Rittenhouse what looks, looks like, like, is armed TJ. He's wearing a backwards he, hat. He wears that funny ass backwards hat. He looks like lethal yeah. TJ. Yeah. Lethal TJ. Here's the thing. In that in that scenario, you're planning something where you get shot and killed. I'm going to fake my death <laughs> to change America and escape Megan's Law. A lot of people don't know this. The guy <laughs> he Megan. killed, who was... You know, he had a record on Megan's Law, that oh, guy. Yeah. He f him and Kyle planned it because he was hated living that way. And so him and Kyle, I was reading this on 8chan. Him and Kyle planned it. Good place. Because, uh -huh. yeah, I get all my news from 8chan. I didn't know. It was, I thought it was down, honestly. <laughs> uh, that's what a lot of people think. Uh, you had to show me the mirror. I tore, I, well, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I browsed the archives. I don't look oh, at current awesome. 8chan. I read PDFs of downloaded Dude, 8chan. Dude, that's awesome. I archived 8chan. <laughs> I, I, you know, like people do that. Like They're like, oh, we're downloading Wikipedia. We're printing Wikipedia. Yeah. I'm doing that with 8chan. And so I go that's and great. I read old threads. That's awesome. But anyway, dude. so um, yeah, Kyle and that guy, <laughs> they planned it so that he could. That's why do you think Kyle was innocent? It was all right. worked yeah. out. Yeah. You think Kyle got a nice little checky poo, nice little sponsorship from Bulletproof Coffee, right? And he got to live his life as a free non, uh, non marked sex offender guy. Do you think there are Tucker's life. in on it? Uh, the U.S. government's in on it because that guy went into witness protection. <laughs> That's why he was able to confidently start his life. They made a deal. They're like, look, the FBI came to him. This is actually what happened. Sam, listen, the CIA and the Sam, FBI. Well, listen. The, C up and the CIA and FBI came to him, this guy. Yeah. They're like, look. Yeah. And what's his name? Look, I don't remember that guy's name. I do not remember <laughs> his name, which is sad because he was murdered. But he Chris also Danthu did do something, something bad. Chris Danthu? Wasn't it Chris Bantha? <laughs> Bantham? Chris Plurbis? Chris Danthu. Um, and it's a real guy. He got shot and died. It's crazy. He didn't just get <laughs> shot and died. He got <laughs> shot and killed. Rest in peace. Right? In a certain way. Well, I say died because it was self-defense. So I don't count that as a murder. <laughs> That's why I don't say killed. I say died. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <going, sighs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> well, check this out, though. The CIA and FBI came to him and Kyle. Right. And they said, look, we have an objective. We want to make up racism. As the CIA and FBI, we want to we want to make up racism to divide uh, the populace. Uh, we want to invent step fake one, racism. Step one. Okay, you guys can help us with that, and everybody wins because Kyle gets the bulletproof coffee sponsorship. Black Rifle. Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, I'm just accusing Bulletproof of. <laughs> Dave Aspie's a biohacker with the TJ, the Lethal TJ. Kyle, Kyle gets a sweet they Black Rifle like Coffee too, Company so. endorsement. Yeah. Okay, he's set for life. He's putting, he's putting coconut in his coffee you, for lunch. Look, we, you, we looked into your case. We know you didn't do it. I was putting so much MCT oil in his fucking coffee. 
Kyle Rittenhouse He's is like... He's got dual coffee sponsorships. Hi, I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. This is MCT Purple Power. I actually drink this every day. Tim Ferriss. Yeah, I'm actually effectively interviewing Kyle Rittenhouse today. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, we heard that you used the, the forward assist mechanism on the AR-15 <laughs> over the course of your... How did you have the mental acuity? How did you effectively have the mental acuity Thanks. to be so aware... Thanks, Tim. Um, it's because I've been taking a lot of new nootropics lately. So I'm taking cordyceps in my coffee. I've been taking a lot of people. I'm actually, drinking, I'm drinking mud water. It's actually a combination. Kyle right now. <laughs> it's a proprietary blend of uh, Tim. I'm so mushrooms. glad you asked, Tim. I was actually on Alpha Brain at the time of my at the time of the event. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took Alpha Brain. Tim, I'm so glad you asked. While I was driving across state lines, I was shroom taking. I, I took Alpha Brain knowing that it would kick in right when I arrived and I would be at my highest level of mental clarity and acuity. And I did what I had to do because I knew how to I do it. And also I did what I had to do. Anyway, so the CIA, FBI, they came to them mm -hmm. and they said, you get the sponsorship, Kyle. We get to in make up racism that doesn't, that's totally fake and doesn't exist. Not before. <laughs> no, before it was real, but we need it to keep going to Got ensure you. the deep state maintains yeah, control. yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you sense. get to stop being a sex offender because we looked into your case and you didn't do it. We know you didn't do it. Local PDs, they indict guys all the time. We know you didn't do it. Now, gray area. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what happened. I heard a lot of people don't know that secret history. I heard that you, before, so anyway, <laughs> before you, uh, before you, you were deciding because we were at school together, Brandon and I. We were at school together, and you were pre-law when I met you. And you said that you were going to try to go into getting, getting like guys on Megan's Law exonerated for. I was going to. I was going to go. I was. <laughs> well, so I was in the pre-law program, which yeah. was called Legal Studies at our school, right? And then within Legal Studies, which is a major, you can have specialties. So like in literature, you can do creative writing, right? Like there's specialties within the major, and I went into pedophile exoneration <laughs> focus <laughs> which it sounds bad but it's specifically guys who didn't do it didn't do it <laughs> it's specific i can see i'm not i remember I, you, i'm totally seeing the flaw you, in the name because it sounds like you're just going to exonerate any pedophile i only want to exonerate pedos who didn't i i, I want to free chomos who are innocent chimos well we call them freeing innocent chimos that was another that was a that was like a group that met outside the classes. I think yeah, I've seen. I remember when bag, you first told me about bag you had from that from that club from Thick. Yeah, freeing innocent chimos. Yeah, bitch. I thought no. Yeah, because uh, you held on to the freeing innocent chimo chimos. Help, because <laughs> we needed assistance in our efforts. Uh, I remember when you first told me that, and I was bitch. like, I I almost <laughs> yeah, I'm a bitch. Freeing innocent chimos. Help. You don't see a comma and an exclamation point within an acronym a lot, but we did do that. It's um, it's just so it was like off-putting the first time you told me about it. <laughs> a lot of people have said that, but then you explained it like you just did, and I, yeah. I don't know, it makes you know a lot what? of sense. And I did at the very, I would, I'm probably after this, I'm probably going to draft an email saying we should call it something else because when you call them pedophiles, it sounds like they did it. But you switched to a film film major, right? Because yeah, well, I couldn't take the heat. So would you just say <laughs> film? Just like general? Yeah, I said general film. <laughs> so that's like westerns, action, <laughs> drama, noir, sad movies. What's your general film? What's your favorite movie? <sighs> favorite movie of all time? Yeah. Epic. Gotta go Pulp Fiction. Oh. It's just a masterpiece. 
It's sick. What's your favorite part? I like when... Uh, I'm going to go medieval on your ass. I was going to say that. Yeah. Well, I actually... I'll tell you this. Because I had switched from the, the exonerating PETA's uh, focus, I was sensitive to that. And you know Zed, who's dead? <laughs> yeah. I felt kind of bad for him. Because I felt like they were looking at a guy who had interesting sexual proclivities. Right. And they were making that villainous. <laughs> they, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, in the yeah. movie, the viewer implicitly, right. the viewer yeah. is supposed to You're not, not feel Zed's bad side. about Zed dying because yeah. he has a guy in a gimp suit <laughs> and he tries to rape a couple people. Well, he does. It appears does that rape. way. He one does rape one of them. Yes. Well, yes. And so <laughs> that one thing is bad that he did. Like, I'll give you an example. But it's in, not the, in the major, in it's, the major, it's baby with the bathwater. In the major, yes. Okay, check this out. So in the major, so part of, and actually, now I'm realizing this is probably why they and call this it is exonerating. Your favorite, this is your favorite scene, though. Is what you're saying? I'm saying it touched me because I had exited the exonerating pedos <laughs> thing, and we deal with a lot of people who are not pedos. Yeah. They just have fetishes and kinks and stuff. Um. So, yeah. Scene. Oh, I'm realizing why they called it that exonerating right. pedos because the whole thing is is that sometimes judges and jurisdictions they will do this thing where they try to lump a bunch of they try they try to throw away the book on a guy so in <laughs> the way the book away at, on, at a, a on a man they try to <laughs> throw away guy. the book on a man uh or actually, sorry like getting rid they of throw, books. they they lock the guy in the book on it and so uh they lock the book on the guy they throw the book at him <laughs> they lock they lock the book they lock this guy away with the book Here's, here's so, my question. Wait, wait, a, did you feel bad a. after having, I mean, you essentially gave up on the program and then seeing that movie, uh, Pulp Fiction, did you have any guilt or remorse about leaving? Yes, because I'm thinking a guy like Zed, I could have helped. Right. <laughs> because here's what I'm saying. They would sometimes dump a bunch of stuff on a guy. So in exonerating the pedos, the studies, we would talk about how sometimes a guy is an offending pedo, right? He did do that. But because yes. that's one of the most frowned upon members of society, right. a DA might think that he can just lot, put other charges. Oh, and you also fuck these kids. And maybe he didn't even, but there's just no sympathy to it. And the jury is right, biased. Once the line is drawn, you can't find an unbiased. Can throw here's, anything here's at, a big problem. You know, like, you know, like, uh, okay, like we would talk a lot about landmark cases. Kevin Spacey. You know how like it's, it, it's not so true that jur jurors are totally... Um, what do you call it? Uh, unbiased. Objective un or unbiased it, based on location. Like, wasn't Rodney King the one where they moved the trial to? No, this is this is just um, they do this that is a lot. Sad. They, they they did Rodney that. King. They, they moved that. his trial because like, oh, we need objective people. But actually, yeah. they moved it to a place where it's a bunch of like a bunch of white people who live in a small town who are going to demonize this guy sure. and believe the cops. Well, I, I if I can get it, that's ahead a real of you thing. Here. Yeah. You're saying that in a pedo's case, they'll move it to a place with no pedos, so they don't even have any reference to being what a, being a pedo is yes. like. They'll move it to a pedo-free zone, <laughs> PFZ, which is most of the country. Right. Well, this is what I'm saying. It's which even you find worse. It's even worse because as a pedo, right. you almost can't find an objective, objective jury. Is that, it's almost say impossible. That's Taz is a terrible, <laughs> awful, the terribly awful zone for pedos. It's a touching Taz. Taz VP. It's the opposite. We never said Taz VP. I don't know. I've never heard that one. What was that one? Terribly awful zone for pedophiles. 
I would say that's the whole what country the, is what, types of pee. That's what Hakeem meant. But that he Hakeem shortened. Bay? Yeah. His publishers well, wanted to well, shorten the we title. We talked about Akeem Bay a lot. They wanted him to shorten the title down. Because, well, I'll talk about, this is actually why I left the department where some creative differences. But anyway, I was just going to say that like Zed, that scene touched me because we would talk a lot about guys who like, look, did they do something, a pedophile act? Yes. Should they go to jail for much longer for a bunch of crimes they didn't do that just were dumped on? No. They should go to jail for the one act of crime that they did. That just doesn't seem to be that that's like a pandemic or an epidemic of that happening or something. Well, okay. But I guess I'm not, I guess I'm not. You You're know. not one of them. Well, I'm not one of them. I also don't look and into I'm not, these kind and of I'm things. Not. And I'm also not. <laughs> right. That was another thing we had to deal with in the program was a lot of people would accuse you of being personally involved for some reason. Yeah. Why would, yeah. Personally invested. I never really thought about that, but now I am kind of. Well, think again, because that's not me. I just have a big heart. Fair enough. Yeah, you and see, you, and an interesting hat choice see, yeah. for someone that's not involved. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're saying this is a pedophile's hat. That's really bad rhetoric, Sam. <laughs> We're really trying to stop I, stuff like that. I, I see where it you're coming from, but just, whole, it's ingrained in me that when I see a hat like that, we think? had a whole course called "Destigmatizing the Mustache." It was all about this type of stuff that you're saying. Uh, and they covered they covered newsboy caps. They just covered the general idea that you shouldn't say like, "Oh, that's what a pedophile looks like." But that is pedophile could caps. be anybody. They come Lots in, of they different come kinds of people sizes, are yeah. pedophiles. Newsboy Any caps. Any type of person could be a pedophile. Track I would say jackets. they all dress different. You never know. That's the point. You yeah. never know. It could be anybody. Pedophiles are your neighbors, your colleagues. It could be anybody. That's so wild. So what? So the guy you sold the guy, Bart Simpson. <laughs> you sold the guy. That, we already finished that story. <laughs> Did it we work? A new SF story. I thought it worked. It worked. Work. Yeah. We I didn't think it worked. That. I never. We, I left the party. Yeah. I left the party. I don't know what happened to him. Huh. That is the end of the story. <laughs> wow. Real SF stories.